Hi, my name is Ofense and welcome to episode 9 of the Perfectionism Podcast where I share my journey with perfectionism thus far, how it's affected me day to day, how it's affected me before and ways that I have used to be able to progress from a perfectionist mindset to a growth mindset. So welcome to the journey. I hope you enjoy and I hope you can see a little bit of yourself in some of the stories uh, I have to tell about my life. So today I want to share three practical ways that you can practice kindness towards yourself as a perfectionist. Okay, But first, before I get into that, I want to act I want to do an act of kindness in reciprocation to an act of kindness that was done for me by one of our family members of the channel, Ivory. Um, I just want to shout him out because he gifted um, me with uh, this beautiful, beautiful pot. So if you're listening on the podcast, head on over to YouTube or just listen a little bit harder because I will be describing the pot a little bit. <laughs> so this is, let me show you guys, let me show you guys. Okay, so this is the pot. Uh, it is a matte black pot with three beaded circles. They are orange, there's like rainbow colors, it's white and, and silver, and it's just stunning. Like, I love it. At the moment, I'm using, he gifted me with two pots, and you can see how big they are. Um, so at the moment, I'm using this one, particularly to house my two Maasai blankets um, for when hubby and I are on the couch and Netflix and chilling. Um, and so far, we've really been enjoying using it as a decorative piece in the dining space. Um, and if you are interested in getting any, in getting yourself one of these, or he also makes other beautiful, beautiful Maasai-inspired ornaments. Um, and I'm just going to put his Instagram handle over here. Go and follow his page. Hit him up. He's got really, really, really beautiful pieces and they are very, very well priced as well. So shout out to you, Ivory, and thank you so much for being so kind to me. So let's talk a little bit more. Let's talk a little bit more about how to be kind to ourselves. So we know that as perfectionists, especially me, I know I've found a lot in my journey that I've been so unkind to myself. I've always had like a mean voice in my head because I've got such high standards for myself and I think a lot of us do, right? I know I've struggled a lot with having a mean voice in my head because I've always had standards that are very, very high. Um, I think I, I think a lot of us are socialized to become perfectionists, especially in the normal schooling system where there's right, there's wrong, there's a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things and it's not always about exploring to find a solution that may work, like being growth-minded, um, so to speak. And so as somebody who was also a very high performer at school um, and somebody who, you know, knew the right way to do things, <laughs> I always had such incredibly high standards for myself um, that it was really, really difficult to, to face myself on the other side when I had let myself down. So the first practical tip I would say is be kind to yourself in the way that you speak to yourself by practicing self-compassion. You need to put this high on your priorities list. I, I, have a, I, have, I have a lot of perfectionist friends 
Um, because of course I resonate with people that I'm very similar to, right? We all did well at school, we all did the, 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 like, all of that. And uh, she really, really struggles to be nice to herself. Like, and I do too um, at times, right? but I've gotten better over the years. But she really struggles to be nice to herself, like to just be compassionate. Let's say you had a goal or you had a particular objective, a task that you had put on your schedule. Life happened. It didn't happen. This is so familiar with us as perfectionists. Um, life happened and it didn't happen and you're like, oh my God. And then you start having a barrage of insults in your own head. Like it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And the end is just not in sight. And you keep berating yourself about a particular incident for so, so long. So, I mean, I'm thinking of a practical example from my life. There is mm, this battle that business owners have with content. And me also, I'm inside that boat. <laughs> Where the real, true battle is in the creation of the content, the posting of the content, judging yourself for what it is that you have to say about the content, having all sorts of crazy thoughts about what to say, how to say it, and it's just stressing about that. But I think the biggest part is always the creation of the content because it kind of, you know, catapults the whole process of having to follow through and finish off. So I found myself really, really struggling in the creation part. I probably promised myself, oh, okay, I'm going to record the video today. I'm going to record the video. Shh. Did it happen? No. And then I'm very unkind to myself about how I handle that. So first tip is be kind to yourself. Exercise self-compassion. We are always so hard on ourselves as perfectionists and we honestly just don't deserve it. Like it's just, it's not okay. It's not okay. Okay, that's step one. Number two is celebrate progress. Just celebrate yourself. Celebrate even the smallest amount of progress towards the goals that you're having. This was an ultimate game changer in the way that I viewed my life, in the way that I felt about myself and my self-concept. I think as a perfectionist, um, we are socialized, or even me, I found myself um, really only wanting to celebrate once the objective was met or once the task was complete or once the project was complete, not even a task, okay? The whole project had to be done and done perfectly for me to be able to celebrate. So for example, let's say I've got a school assignment due, um, it, it, it's got like five parts or whatever. Instead of celebrating myself or finishing, oh, I'm done with the introduction, oh, I'm done with the first part, the second part, third part, I would only be happy or even access happy feelings and celebrate when I am at the end. Like all the references are even there, you know, like the page numbers are there. Like <laughs> that's the only time I'd allow myself to actually celebrate. But the game changer that I found was being able to count it as an achievement that the introduction is done. Count it as an achievement that chapter one or, you know, page one was done. Um, and that really, really changed how I saw myself because I started seeing myself as somebody who completes tasks. Yeah. Because I, I knew I could complete a project under great distress. <laughs> but completing a task, I don't know. You know, 
of course it takes tasks to get to projects, but I never gave myself credit, not enough credit. Um, and I think one of the kindest things you can do for yourself to, to your own um, self is to give yourself credit. Celebrate yourself, pat yourself on the back, tell yourself you're ish. You need to do that. And the, one of the best ways, one of my friends, I'm just gonna quickly grab something. Okay, so this involves two, two, two of my friends. One of my friends gifted me with this uh, jar. Um, she, uh, she intended it for it to be a, a gratitude jar. Uh, and she, she gifted it to me um, and for Christmas. And uh, we had a secret Santa actually. She, she, I, I happened to get it from her, Safia. Um, I really, really love it. And it's got a couple of gold cards, a pen, and all of that. So when I was having a chat with one of my friends who I'll be going live with tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow evening, um, if you catch this live, but if you don't, then you can ch check out my Instagram um, page. I will be going live with Fente. Um, Fente Mokale, she's a, she's a, a jewelry designer and a creative entrepreneur, amazing human, amazing human. I met her a couple of years ago um, and she really helped me like concretely use this particular tip. She gave me a tip and she was just like, you need to have an achievement job. So what I do now is I take my little pen, I take my little papers over here. So some of them are already filled in, some of them are, are blank. I take my little um, cards and maybe let me read one of them. And I share my, with myself what I'm proud of myself to do. So the goal is to do this daily and then at the end of the week you read everything. But now I'm, at this moment, I'm not gonna berate myself. I do it like two or three times a week maybe, you know? <laughs> this is one of them, okay? Um, okay, so this is one of my proud moments from a couple of weeks ago. I am proud of myself for having an aha moment and recording a reel and posting immediately on that aha moment. Well done, Orfi. So that was, that's that. So imagine having five or seven of these at the end of the week, reviewing them and seeing how amazing you're actually doing along the way. Imagine. How would that change your self-concept? How would that make you feel? How would that change the idea you have about yourself and move you away from a perfectionist mindset into a growth mindset? How would that change the game for you? Okay, and so the last tip that I have on how to be kind to yourself is take clean rest. Rest without guilt chillax in fact schedule rest first prioritize your own self-care because we're so hard on ourselves because we we are so gung-ho on getting things perfectly right and never having an unproductive moment we find it so hard to rest ask me <laughs> my okay so everybody who's ever watched any one of my videos not anyone but who knows my life story knows that i was married before married again now in my first marriage one of the things that irked me the most was seeing him sitting in front of the tv i just could not allow a person to relax around me and i know if you were raised by a black mom who's a perfectionist you know exactly what this feeling is. 
because you wake up in the, in the morning on a Saturday, okay? Maybe Saturday is the wrong day. Maybe a Sunday, okay? <laughs> and, uh, and maybe you guys are not going to church that day for whatever reason, right? And instead of allowing you to like watch TV, you know, relax, get into the weekend, or maybe even sleep in a little bit, she's out here. perfectionist moms that's how we were raised right wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up you have to you can't do you know you just don't have a moment to rest guilt free <laughs> i struggled so hard with this first time around even second time around with my my husband now um i, I struggle you know one of our connection rituals because we have a couple of connection rituals on how it is that we build intimacy in our relationship. And one of them, uh, uh, we had to, like, I had to come to terms with it. Like, I had to come to grips with it. And that's Netflix and chill. Like, literally being able to sit in front of the television for 30 minutes or an hour. It, it took a lot. It took a lot from me because it felt like such unproductive time. It just felt like I'm being a lazy bum. I don't deserve to rest. All my projects are not done. And the problem with the to-do list is that it never ends. There is no to-do list that has ever been finished in life. <laughs> if you put all the to-do list, the things that you need to do on the list, they will, you will never finish. You will die before your to-do list ends. Even people that have been buried today had a to-do list. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying. So you need to prioritize your rest, prioritize your sleep. Don't be just all willy-nilly. I know there's exceptions, of course, but don't be all willy-nilly just sleeping late, way after 10, 11, and, and all of that, because you're chasing a deadline, because you're trying to push something. You're, not a deadline, a deadline, of course, you can chase. I'm just saying, maybe you're just working around the clock just working incessantly because you cannot feel okay in your skin if you're not being productive for every moment that you breathe. Giving yourself that time to be able to rest without guilt. Oh, the day I learned that concept, it seemed so foreign. It seemed so foreign, I was just like, ah, what are you trying to teach me? <laughs> what are you trying to teach me? And the day that I accepted it was the first day that I found the rejuvenation in rest. I wasn't sleeping as a tick box exercise. I was sleeping because I knew that it was good for me and it was good for me to prioritize my self-care. I wasn't chilling in front of the TV with no phone because that's not, that's not resting. I used to sit with the phone in front, of, in front of the TV because I felt like it's unproductive. Let me just at least, you know, to, to, to create some social media stuff, write a caption or something. And that split my attention. It made me feel overwhelmed. It made me feel... But the day that I learned how to just relax in front of the TV and enjoy the content that was coming at me and have conversations with my husband about that content, laugh heartily, have my phone in the bedroom, because that's, that's the extremity I needed to take it to because I could not rest. 
And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this may be an introduction of these concepts into your life right now as somebody who's probably living with perfectionism. But I'm telling you that it will be a complete game changer for you in your life. And you completely deserve to, to, to be in a rested, restful place as a perfectionist. So the top three things, top three practical tips that are game changers in terms of being kind to yourself as a perfectionist. Number one, practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Number two, celebrate your wins. Give yourself the credit. Give yourself the credit. And number three, rest without guilt. Just rest. Just take it easy and prioritize your rest. Prioritize your rest. Here's the guidelines. You can work focused, like in a focused manner for maybe up to four hours in a day. And maybe another four unfocused, as in like smaller, smaller, and shallow tasks. Um, there's a beautiful book I've reviewed on the channel before. I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Uh, and it's deep work. Deep work will really help you to find the balance between focused work and non-focused work and how to direct each of those types of work in terms of building and pushing your business forward or building and pushing your career or academic um, life forward, right? And you can use that guideline in order to figure out how to split the eight hours that you have in a day. Those are eight undistracted hours. Of course, when you get distracted, it's going to take you 12 hours to do a day's work. Or maybe even 14. People who have 14-hour work days because they get distracted. You know, But focus is the one thing that will completely change the game for you. So I'll include deep work over here. Have that. Um, and uh, I hope to see you guys next time on episode 10 of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, if you want to work with me, if you're interested in that at all, please make sure to um, click the link in the description below or in the show notes where um, you can just book a session. We have a free consultation where I help you to figure out where you are, where do you want to be. We bridge that gap, we create a vision for you, and, uh, and then, we, and then I, I share with you how it is that we can continue working forward depending on whichever package would suit you the best. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the coaching consultation soon. You have yourself a beautiful day. Bye.